and you have reached Alisa and Giles podcast. And this is Lisa and Jael Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. Okay, so this is uh, another, this is yet another, okay, the news, the net, and you segment. Was it the net, the news, and you segment? <laughs> I have to check my, uh, no, my, my, my podcast thing. Okay, listen, this is Lisa and Jael Trinity. I'm taking a break from studying. Some of you may not know I am full-time online student at Harvard studying neuroscience, biochemistry, some other stuff that I can't pronounce yet. <laughs> <laughs> and some and a justice course. So listen, I took a break. I've been going in all day. So I took a break, y'all. And uh hold on. Okay. I, I'm gonna play my little clip because I I think I have I might have something to say. Hold on. Meanwhile, Jillian, Republican presidential candidate, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, has drawn considerable backlash among some members of his own party after a controversial black history curriculum in Florida. Uh, he is now out on the campaign trail, as are many, unveiling his economic plan today, in fact. Could a shift away from culture wars, other policies, help him resonate with voters? Leo Terrell is a civil rights attorney, Fox News contributor. Nice to see you, Leo. Good day to you in Los Angeles. I want to play this little bit of Tim Scott and Will Hurd from over the weekend. This was from Iowa hitting on the uh, black curriculum in Florida. Slavery was really about separating guys. It was about mutilating humans. I was hoping every person in our country, and certainly the president, would appreciate that. Ron DeSantis has doubled down on this multiple times. Real leadership would have stepped up and said, hey, there is no upside to slavery. Slavery was not a jobs program. So they um, have made their positions clear, and you think they're wrong. You, you think this is all a, a false narrative. What do you mean, Leo? It, it's hyperbole, and it's playing politics on both sides with the issue of slavery. I mean, Kamala Harris actually just outright lied about the curriculum in Florida. But no one called this program war heard the benefit of slavery, a jobs program. Bill, I taught U.S. history. I was a school teacher. I still have my license. I encourage Will Hurd, Tim Scott, and Kamala Harris to read the autobiography of Frederick Douglass. He talked about the horrors of slavery, but he also talked about what he learned, like how to read. So I, you know, if you're going to talk about the truth of slavery, talk, talk about the whole truth. And I think both sides are wrong, and they need to read uh, Frederick Douglass' own personal autobiography when he was a slave. Okay, here is the Santos at the end of last week responding to this backlash. At the end of the day, you got to choose. Are you going to side with Kamala Harris in uh, liberal media outlets? Or are you going to side with the state of Florida? And I think it's very clear that these guys did a good job on those standards. So don't side with Kamala on that. Stand up for your state. So that's kind of what you're saying, Leo. 
Yeah, Bill, let me, the, the Democrats set the false narrative and these Republican politicians, they drink the Kool-Aid. Why do they have to answer a, a Democratic narrative? The Democrats will always play the race card, always. They'll find a race card when there doesn't exist a race card. And guess what? The, Dem the Republicans step right into it and play the game and answer the ridiculous question. Okay, well, we got a debate in 20... I'm sorry. I'm a little confused. Is he not playing the race card right now? <laughs> He's a civil rights attorney. How are you not always playing the race card? Let's finish listening. Hold on. <laughs> Three days, and maybe this comes up, maybe it doesn't, <laughs> but we'll see then. Uh, but we know what's going to come up, and that's the economy. And we're now just... Okay, listen. I, I got to... Listen. Okay, so... That was over Fox News. Okay, listen. On, on, I, that, that's a clip, a video clip over Fox News from the internet. I listen. Okay, so I I'm not going to go repeat what I just what I just said about Mr. Leo Terrell. I think that was his name. But you are always playing the race card. You're civil rights. Okay, so maybe I, I you know maybe I'm going to repeat it. You're a civil rights attorney. You're always playing the race card. <laughs> so you cannot, you know, you are literally the cattle calling the other one black and you're black in, in, in your civil rights attorney. Okay, so you're always playing the race card. Now, in terms of, okay, so the headline for this is, uh, hold on. Um, Leo Terrell, uh, colon, if you are going to talk about slavery, talk about the whole truth. So let me just park it here for a second. First of all, to be an attorney, you, you have to understand. You have to be careful about your lingo. Okay, so you're talking about talk, talking about the whole truth. Now, slavery is way in the past, and you cannot rewrite history. So therefore, you don't want the truth because truths and facts are different. Truths changes in real time. And facts do not. Facts are constant because you cannot rewrite history and you cannot change prophecy. And, then, and if you're black, I'm sure you're church. So you understand, Mr. Terrell. Second of all, why are we still talking about slavery? Now, if it is part of a curriculum, I understand that. And I think certain school districts who do not um, subdue or... or, 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 or uh, how should I say? Who do not hide our uh, African American uh, strike that? No, I have no strike. There are some African Americans, some Americans that are from Africa. So I understand they do not want to hide African American, Black American history from Caucasians or other races who are not familiar with said history. But if you're only teaching slavery within the curriculum, eh, it, you know, it does us no good. Because, because attached to slavery is the word nigger. Attached to slavery is the concept that black people are uh, incompetent and stupid. Attached to slavery, there was a form of oppression. And it, slavery, the history of slavery tends to highlight, highlight the oppression as opposed to encourage a people. So if you are 
going to incorporate the history of slavery with the accomplishments of other black Americans or African Americans who contributed to this country in a positive way that's different because both go hand in hand because then you're saying slavery even though they were oppressed for centuries okay they have overcome and this is what they have contributed to this country now let me say this black people have contributed more uh, beside to the country and to its economy besides the records they sell and rap and uh, you know uh, you understand what I'm saying so for instance you have to show other people see most people don't know certain things about the history and how much of a contributing factor certain black Americans had in society and I'll give you a couple of examples so according to history According to history, if I Google the telephone, Alexander Graham Bell comes up. Okay? Did you know? Okay, so, and if I Google electricity, Or bing it. Just a second. Uh, two people will be associated with this. Nikola Tesla, obviously. That's what this says. And uh, hold on. And Thomas Edison okay so Thomas Edison Humphrey uh, David and some other people who are also Caucasian are associated with electricity the light bulb and the telephone none of the above could ex could exist had it not been for a certain, and I want you to go and look, research it for yourself. None of the above would have been able to exist had it not been for a black American's invention. Because what happened once the story is, and I give it to you in jest, okay? I will give it to you in jest. Hold on. So, apparently... Thomas Edison, okay, and associates could not figure out how to uh, incorporate certain parts into the invention in order to successfully have electricity and the light bulb work. This is a true story. So they were stuck. Until a black American, 
a black American. He heard about the problem. I don't know. I, I can't recall verbatim or, or, or as far as not verbatim. I can't recall as per details exactly um, the part that was used. But he invented a part that then and that then established the light bulb, electricity, and the telephone. None of the above could have existed without his piece of equipment. They were stuck, and so therefore, if you, if the, so therefore, the telephone, the electricity, and the light bulb. Well, guess what? The Black American has then gave the world said service, said products, said inventions. You can research it. So it's not just about slavery. All these years, the telephone, electricity, and light bulb have been credited to, a, to Caucasians. Now, it was their idea that I will give you. But without, see, and let me tell you something. Black people are usually church. And so God gave this information to this black American. So that we can all then see in the dark. My, you going out? So that we can communicate on a day-to-day -day basis. So that the technology has evolved. That was my son. A technology has evolved where we're sending text messages. I could be here in New York and I could text message somewhere in Alaska. It's beautiful. Of course, God has a lot to do with it. Capital G. So, but the, the most, the most enjoyable, the most enjoyable, the most enjoyable snack that we have worldwide, worldwide, everybody likes a good chip. Well, a, a black person invented the chip, the potato chip. It was not a Caucasian, it was a black American. And potato chips, you, listen, you can't have a party without a good potato chip. So that's just a couple of examples. So my point is, I apologize for the interruptions. My son was going in and out the house. So my point is, if you incorporate the history of slavery to make the point that despite the oppression, they have contributed well to this country, it's okay. But you just can't teach the curriculum of slavery and contribute it to black history and culture and say, well, you know, we did you a favor. You know, people know about you now. You know, and they will continue to know about you. As a slave, I, it's a no. So, that was my point. Now, I, I, I give credit to school districts who incorporate uh, black American culture or black culture into the curriculum. You know, the step dances and, and, the, and, the, and the singing and the uh, different uh, Areas of uh, gifts and talents we tend to be we tend to dominate in, um, such as singing and dancing, etc., etc. They have great programs depending upon the school district. 
So, uh, you know, I appreciate that. But that was the point I wanted to make. So, I almost lost my train of thought because my son, he was coming in and out of the house. Okay, so also... I'm sorry. I'm going to pause it for just a second. This is Cardi B's uh, one of hers. I just want to say thank you to my label, KSR. I also want to thank Atlantic. You know, a lot of labels, they wanted to sign me, but you gave me that check. And I want to thank my family. I want to thank my friends. I want to thank my fan, and I want to thank my gang, 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 gang. And thank you, everybody. I said work hard for this. Like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. So, let me just say this, okay? Hold on. Let me, let me, let me stop this for a second. Let me just say this, okay? Make sure my speakers are up and everything. Cardi B. I give you much love, you know. And um, I, 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 I've done, you know, I. As, as, as an admirer, I have uh, given you shout out, you know, on my podcast, and I've, uh, you know, I've loved on you. But you know what? Someone who really loves somebody, and I have a love for people. I have an innate passion for people, and having an innate passion for people, I've learned that. You, you you just don't be fake. You know what I'm saying? You 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 have to be transparent and you have to be honest. This is not the first kind of uh, speech that has come after reward or an award as an artist, whether you're a rapper or singer. Or an actor. But let me just park it right here. As, as far I, I just want to speak about this. My spirit is vexed. And it is agitated. Especially when you have children. And you are a covering over said children. Even someone who's not really church or, or, or not really God, capital G. They don't believe in God. They don't pray. They, they don't go to church. They don't read the Bible. I've met people who have been better coverings over their own children and families. Not church than those who are. Now, I'm not saying Cardi's church. But 
I am saying this. I'm tired of seeing on all these clips with your child in places that are not equipped for children to be in. The atmosphere. One bad breakout, one bad fight, one agitated fear, one disgruntled, one disgruntled, one disgruntled artist or person within the vicinity of said event, that child could get hurt. Drinking and smoking weed. The environment. No, no, this is not made up stuff. This is these, these are things that have been posted. This is this is this is a visual that I've had. In terms of clips that are all over the internet. And I, I one thing with me is that God loves the little children. And the Bible says that it's better for a millstone to be wrapped around your neck and you throw into the bottom of the sea than to offend one of these little ones. To put them in harm's way. Neglect teaching them about God, capital G. The one who gives them their gifts and talents. The one who enables them to wake up every morning with the breath in their lungs or they couldn't do that which they do every day. Something as small as drawing a picture for you and you placing it on the refrigerator. They're innocent. They don't know you are their covering. Supposedly. Creating generational curses instead of generational blessings. Promoting fornication. And then you want to know why your, your child is now 13 and she won't she, you know, she's she's having sex with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. And you want to handle her now? No, she well, she's fifteen now. She's eighteen now. Well, she's in my house. Well, you know what? Children, you normally do not do what you say; they do what you do. So, if you led by example, have been a hero to your child instead of concentrating on the coins. I'm being polite. Now one thing with me, I, I I care about what people say and think up to a certain extent, but I care more about what God says and what He thinks, capital G, He, capital H. And I care more about the children who are innocent and minors than offending the parents who are supposed to be their covering. Because at the end of the day, the enemy is waiting till they are at the age of accountability to sift them as weak. That is the Bible. And you have left them unprepared because you have taught them the ways of the other team. Fornicating, smoking weed, drinking, having them at parties at five and six and seven years old. And you're ready to settle down with God and they're not. And guess what? They die and go to hell because they didn't get it together and you get in at the 13th hour. You get it right. But your child doesn't. That is not fair. It's not fair.
didn't anticipate getting this up worked up. But uh, this is my final. This is what I. This is in conclusion. Let me say this, and then I'm ending. My he is the gift giver. He is the protector. He gave you life, and he can take it. You couldn't even press the remote to change the Netflix movie if he didn't give you the mobility. Then you get on stage and you thank everybody but God, capital G. You thank your manager. You thank gang members. You thank... You thank everybody. Except the God who gave you the gift. Who gave you the talent. And so you take your gifts and talents. You never give them back to God. Capital G. And instead of running souls and advancing kingdom agenda to let other young people know that God can do this for you and creating legacy for you and your family and, 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 and inducing some sort of purposeful meaning in your life is just about you. And so while your music kills children and teenagers spiritually and otherwise, Helping Satan send them to hell. You you earn the coins. That is blood money. And you earn the dollars. That is blood money. And then you die. Maybe you get it right. And they don't. And But you have no legacy. Not a good one. And so you get into paradise. And your legacy and your music is stuck on the cloud. It's stuck on the internet. It's in their MP3s and on their cell phones and in their and in their storages on their computers. You're gone, but the music, the spirit you left in it, is still left behind, continuing to help Satan send young people to hell because your message was not glorifying, and you never stood on the pulpit of an award show and thank God, capital G, who gave you the platform. For giving you the gift. No props for him. Shame on you. Shame on you. I don't mind loving on people. I love people. But right is right. And wrong is wrong. And sometimes I'm I'm a little light about it because it is my way of doing the band-aid. You know, you take a band-aid, you don't want to just rip it off, it kind of hurts, so you do a little bit at a time. And sometimes there may be a punchline or two because I say you roast now or you roast later. But children are at risk, young people. Who want to make it in life, but most importantly, who want to make it to heaven. And in case you're wondering who I am, I 
M. Lisa M. Giles Trinity, the daughter, capital D, of the, of the living God, capital G, who has authorized me and chosen me to speak and preach and teach and, motiv and motivate and help and advance kingdom agenda, to pour life into people through my career, through my heart, through my own money, even, when, even being on Section 8 and even giving my last $20 to, to a young person because, you know, he needed it. He wanted Chinese food. I knew he wanted Chinese food. Now, I was hungry too, but I gave it to him. That is the kind of person I am. You want to know who I am? I'm somebody who knows people. I'm somebody who loves people. But most importantly, I love God. And I speak for him, capital H. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure me out. You can listen to me and hear my anointing. I am not about a whole lot of games. But I am a good person. I never do things to hurt people. I, I, I try. It's all about, it's not about tearing people down and breaking their spirit. But New York has a saying, you see something, you say something. This may not, even if you shun me, even if you mock me, you, listen, you do not validate me. God does, capital G. And thank God I do not look to you, man, to validate me. Not at all. And even if you walk away and you curse my name, at least... I would have at least I have saved even it's just even if it's just one one youth one teenager one young adult one actor one singer one rapper I'll take the hit you understand now don't get me don't get it twisted okay because I'm a little hood too so don't get that twisted but I'm talking about spiritually. I am a minister and I stand in the front line as a soldier. And because I'm a minister, I'm also a watchman. And I have to say what God tells me to say. And I have to pray for those who may not be very lovable. I have to look past people's flaws all the time and keep moving. And keep helping even when I feel unloved. Even as an artistic adult. So if you want to know who I am, that's who I am. I am the daughter of the great I am. And in order to understand that last statement, you have to study your Bible. So I'm going to end this podcast on this note it was not an intended podcast I was just taking a break from studying and then I, I saw some clips of media and I, I you know I had to exert and I had to express as a Christian as a friend as a minister but most importantly as a daughter of the most high God capital G
God loves you and he doesn't want anyone to perish. But if you do, it is your fault. Just because you have money and just because you're rich doesn't mean you're blessed. And I don't know who told you that. According to the book of Ecclesiastes, Anything outside of God is meaningless. Any, in other words, anytime you negate God, capital G, from money, from your career, it is a curse because you self-destruct. That is said so. God says so. And history doesn't lie. So parents, going forward, remember your children. You are soldiers in your own home. They rely on you for covering, for information, to be a watchful eye and heart. They rely on you, they trust you. The world may the world may fail them. But if they can't rely on you for of those who are of their own household, then young people, you rely on God, capital G. And one more thing, the Bible says that you ought to obey God rather than man. Anytime man is asking you to do something that contradicts biblical principle or who God is, it is a no. So I was asked a question on Facebook. If the Bible says to honor your mother and father in the out of the Ten Commandments, and the Bible also says that you are to honor them so that you may live long in the land, because if you don't, you will die early. Paraphrase. If your parents ask you to do something, they say, I'm your parents, you're supposed to do what I tell you. That's what the Bible says. But it contradicts who God is. Do you do it? The answer is no. Because God is bigger than your parents. And at the end of the day, God has a heaven and, and God, well, he says who gets in. If you do not get into paradise, you go to hell. And eternity is an awfully long time to spend in the wrong place. This has been Elisa Ann Giles' podcast. Thank you for listening to this lengthy podcast. This is my second upload for today. Today's date is the 31st of July, 2023 at 5.33 p.m. This is Lisa and Jael Trinity. Good day.
for joining Alisa and Giles podcast, where my motto is, you can always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before.